What's up, everybody? On this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports, we talk about the NBA championship. We'll go to state, turn it out, and win it in six, or will they go to seven? We also discuss the NFL and Deshaun Watson and his situation. And we also talked about the WNBA. So make sure you turn into this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Guys Talking Sports. It's June 16th, Thursday at 9.20 p.m., and we got a ton of crap going on. We've got game six just, just popping off right now in the NBA Finals. Hockey's just getting started with their championship. We got a bunch of football. We got a bunch of baseball. We got a bunch of crap going on right now. So, fellas, what's good? Ah, it's the summertime. Kids are out of school. And um, what can I say? I'm sleepy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hear you. As a matter of fact, I'm sleepy. My whole body aches. I'm not used to getting back to this basketball type of atmosphere. But I'm here to get started and talk about sports. Hey, let's talk yeah. about the darn thing. Let's get it. So, gentlemen, game six is going on right now. And if I look at the score, uh, yeah, I don't know. Give me a second here. I got you. Celtics is up 16-10 right now. Yes. So, will the Warriors close it out tonight, or is this thing going, you know, going to seven games? Um, they're capable. They probably should. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think they will. Um, I can see this going seven, and if I'm going to state, I don't think they really want to have any parts of really going back to the Bay Area for game seven because once you do that and you give the Celtics some confidence, anything can happen. Um, mm-hmm. So if I was – I'm pretty sure Steve Kerr was like, you remember what happened? We was up three to one to uh <laughs> the Cavs and yeah. and and they pissed that one away at home. I don't think they really want that kind of smoke. Um, even though I think if they had a game seven, I I would lean towards them, but I don't know. I think I think this might be Boston by at least ten tonight. Oh, by ten. Wow, okay. At least ten. Um, usually I would agree with you. Um, I more so because I have a feeling that Jason Tatum still didn't have that game game yet. And he's due for one. He's definitely due for one. Um, where I could see him scoring at least over 30 points. Um, but the thing is, is really, I, the role players for me is just right now haven't really stepped up for Boston. So with that being said, I have a feeling as much as I want to see a game seven, I have a feeling, I just, I just have this feeling that Golden State is going to figure some way out. Um, I think Boston is going to lead throughout the three quarters and then Golden State is just going to come back some way, shape or form and close out the series. Um, but I would love to see a game seven actually. Um, 
because it's been very intriguing so far. But I wouldn't be surprised if Go State wins it to close it out because, like you said, they don't want to get into that habit of falling back and then going back into a game seven. I think they really, excuse me, have a sense of urgency to close out game six. But the pressure is definitely on Boston more so than Golden State. Uh, I think Steph is going to come out, do what he needs to do. I think Wiggins is going to show his tail off because he's going to finally show that he was that number one pick coming out of Kansas after his first year showing that he's just really that dude. And it just took a while for him to be that guy. Uh, I think Clay is going to just do his solid. I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to see uh, game six Clay tonight, but if we go game seven, I think you're going to see a new emergence of games, game seven Clay. Um, but I'm hoping that this, uh, I'm hoping they're going to stay close to it out tonight. Just because, you know, I grew up a Knicks fan and I can't stand Boston. So just <laughs> you know. like I said, it, it's it's highly capable. I think I think by the by the time the third quarter ends, I think that's gonna be a telltale sign of who might win. If uh if Boston is up a lot at the end of the third quarter, I think you see Golden State try to make a run for it, but if they they look like they can't catch. I can see Steve Kerr taking the foot off the gas, pulling out some folks, and then just, you know, going to put money on game seven. If Boston is up by a lot by the end of that third quarter and, you know, Golden State can't, can't chip away at it. Right. I hope that's not the case. Mm-hmm. My biased, you know what I'm saying? I can't stand Boston, so... <laughs> I don't give a damn what the hell sport it is. Red Sox, Celtics, uh, Boston. Uh, Would you include the Patriots in there? Uh, yes, I can't yes. say the answers either. And I can't think. Of, I can't even think of the hockey team's name right now. Boston uh, Bruins. 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 Yeah, yeah. I know none of them. I don't want no. I don't want no <laughs> golfer from Boston winning. <laughs> I don't want no bowler from Boston winning. Hell, I don't even want Boston College men's football, basketball, and women's basketball winning. Nothing. And they already know how, how, how he feels about them, uh, them Red Sox. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, they're in fourth place right now, so let them stay where they're at. <laughs> Despite they've been winning a lot of games, they're still 12 and a half back. Yeah. Never yeah. seen a Baltimore um, guy with so much hate. For Boston. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> you about, about to get corrected. <laughs> I may lay my head in this region. That was a layup. That was I, a layup. I, 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 may, I may lay my head in this region, but I ain't got no love for none of these damn sport teams. Right now, so. It was a layup. Let's, like... let's just keep it a buck. <laughs> well, it was a layup. Sorry, sorry. Well, I, well, I, well I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm still an old Detroit Pistons fan from the bad boy '80s and '90s, so I, I really had no love for Boston. And right. once Bird and the rest of them jokers got off, I did like, I, I did like the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, um, Boston Celtics. I did, I, I did like really? that squad. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that was a nice squad. Yeah, they, it was nice to see all those old timers get their ring. So it, it was nice. Mm-hmm. I definitely love seeing Kevin Kevin Garnett getting his because he was deserving. 
he gave Minnesota 10, 10, 11 good years. And, you know, you did what you could do. You, you, you didn't leave. You tried your damnedest to get them that ring, and it just didn't work out. So go get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate Boston for, for bringing, you know, drafting their talent and not going out there and trying to get a big three or big stars to come in. So I appreciate that. But still, the bottom line is, F y'all. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no love for Beantown. Uh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I have no love for them as well. Um, because if it's, I can't really even blame them. I'm always going to blame Billy King for the, the trade that he made. Um, the um, trade that he made for KG and Paul Pierce to come to Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because right now we could right now we could have Jason Tatum and Jalen Hill and Jalen um um Jalen Hill. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yes. Along those, with those. Dame Lillard and some other decisions of draft picks that we could have had that was given to hence Boston for those pick that trade that they made still to this day is haunting Brooklyn. Yeah, they, they, they got a, uh, they got fleece for that. <laughs> they tried. I mean, they had, the, they had that run. So I mean, I'm, you can't be mad at them for having that run with JK, Kmart and all that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I would never have, I mean, no, that squad with JK is always going to be, Push to the, you know, that's always going to be the top of my list, no matter what. That's mm-hmm. what made me a, a Nets fan to begin with, quite frankly. Uh, no, let me rephrase that. That's what made me root for them a lot harder during that time frame, because right. I was, I was back, I, I was a Nets fan since Sleepy Floyd and all that back in the Meadowlands. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I was a big Sleepy Floyd, um, actually fan. So that's what kind of got me to um, be a Nets fan. But, um. That was when KG, Paul Pierce, um, Joe Johnson, Darren, Darren Williams, and Brooke Lopez was supposed to be the big five. Um, <laughs> with Jay Kidd being a coach, as a matter of fact, um, that was supposed to get them to the promised land and eventually did not. So, um, but that's the only reason why, I, you know, I, I'm not hating on Boston. Because I take I give blame to Billy King for accepting for making the deal to begin with, but still, it's just the what could have been is why I'm not fond of Boston right now. Right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, we shall see. I mean, you know, you know, it, it's like I said, Gold State War is capable. It, it it would not it would not shock me and surprise me at all if they do win a close game. And wrap it up in Boston, but I don't know. I, I I think Boston just not to allow them to have that celebration, you know, there on the parquet floor. I think they're going to somehow find a way of, of of getting this win and then taking it back to Golden State. And then once you get there, you know, all bets are off. I still lean toward. I'll, I'll I'll lean towards Golden State in that in that respect, but we'll see. I'm still I I do want to see them celebrate on Boston's floor, though. I'm not even going front. That is, that would be like, I, I definitely am intrigued to seeing that. I put it like that. Same, same. Oh, so not to take anything away from uh, 
the championship, but there was a trade that bought, that Dallas pulled off with Houston. Uh, grabbing, the, yeah, I, I, yeah. Al, you may know a little bit more about the names. The center yeah. was uh, was tapped from Houston for Boban, a couple other jokers, and a 26 pick from Dallas. Yeah, so ahead, I'll rather that off. Nah, no problem. Um, so what it was was that um, the Houston Rockets um, ended up trading um, Christian Wood to the Dallas Mavericks for um, draft picks, Boban. Um, the center Boban, um, Trey Burke. Um, it was a, the 23rd pick of this, um, dr- this upcoming draft, I believe. 26? Mm-hmm. Sorry, 26 pick. And it's a couple of expiring contracts, really, um, that Dallas had. Um, but they're picking up Christian Wood from Houston. Um, to be honest, this is what. To be honest, this is what um, Luca needed—a big man that's down in the paint that could definitely score and rebound, um, and give him what he needs to provide and it. Court. Yeah, um, to they and rim protection. I mean, to be honest, they answered the bell with the trades with the biggest need that they needed this offseason. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to knock what they did, um, especially if they keep Spencer Dinwiddie and resign Jalen Brunson. It's going to be a formidable, formidable team. A formidable team. That was a very quiet trade. I didn't hear anything about that one. Yeah. Actually, a couple of trades went down. Um, um, like, well, majority have been trading picks. That's why you don't hear um, that much about it because mm-hmm. all the trades that are starting to happen right now is going to involve um, draft picks that of this upcoming draft. Yeah. Because free agency doesn't start until, what, Ju- July, right? July. Correct. Correct. But Beginning of July. The draft is next week, I think, or this week. Next week. Next. It's week. usually like a. It's usually like a week, at least two weeks after the finals. Mm-hmm. Correct. So Correct. it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a fun time with the NBA. This I, mean, gonna, I mean, even though they say it's supposed to start in July, you'll know it'll start the day before. <laughs> right. The, the countdown to the to the draft. Everybody will put their stuff in place and. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, just to give a quick update of the game. Damn, how quickly you get up? I don't know. It might be the second quarter, but it shows the end of the first quarter being 27-22 Warriors. Just that quick. <laughs> the Warriors. I, I, like, I, 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 I think that, I, like I said before, I don't think that they're going to try and play around with this. I think I they're going to try and close this out. As quickly as possible. It better not. Yeah, man. So uh I guess we can switch gears. You know, we can we can try to make this a quick one so we can sit here and watch the second half and then have some feedback come next week. Um <laughs> one uh, way or the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pretty much. Uh I guess we can talk about a sensitive topic. Um switching gears in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deshaun Watson had a bombshell report by the New York Times where there was about, I don't know, 60, 60 plus women that sat there and collaborated some some details about different things that might have went on in different cities while he was with the Houston Texans. And there might be some more civil suits that might come along with the 24 that, 22 or 24 that he already has. Uh, 
not saying that what he did was right or wrong. Obviously, when you got 24 civil suits and now you're now you're talking about some additional civil suits might be coming your way. Obviously, there might be some smoke. There's some there's some fire. True. But what are you guys' take on this additional bombshell report that came from the New York Times? Was this something that the reporters from Houston just failed to bring the light, or do you think that uh, that these are just some new claims that are just just popping up now that things are a little bit more processed through the system and there's more of a cash grab going on? No disrespect to those who might file lawsuits. Again, you know, I, I don't know all the facts. I'm just saying these are a bunch of civil suits, so no disrespect. Uh, we talked about a little bit about this, uh, last week, per se, mm-hmm. but it's, um, it's, it's not a good look. I mean, I don't, I really hate to be Roger Goodell at this point, <laughs> um, because this is a, this is, you know, excuse the French, this is a shit show <laughs> that's going on right now. And, um. It seems like just when you think things are quieting down, you can try to sort of get to a resolution, then more stuff comes out. And like you had mentioned, you know, before, he's, you know, no criminal charges, you know, you have to say that, but it's just not a good look, not a good look for anybody, not a good look for Cleveland Browns, not a good look for the NFL, not a good look for Deshaun Watson. It's just a bad, it's a bad look all the way around. I don't know how this is all going to play out. I mean, he is signed a contract for 230 some odd million guaranteed. You know, I don't want to say money is the impetus for everything, but I'm pretty sure his guaranteed 200 plus million dollar contract, you know, was much more of an incentive for people to drop some civil suits. Um, So he's going to definitely be cutting some checks. So, um, I mean, Cleveland Browns, you knew what you were getting yourself involved with. So you knew he had, even with the criminal investigations over, there are still going to be some civil suits. Um, So you knew what you were, even when you did the contract where he's only guaranteed $1 million this year, even if he doesn't play, so all the money kicks off next year. So he doesn't technically lose any money if he gets sat out for an entire year. But... um, Hey, look, I mean, if you want to find something, you're going to really do your due diligence. I think Cleveland Browns, like a lot of people, is like, oh, well, you know, no criminal cases. Okay, all good. We can sign them because that's exactly how it happened. Grand jury said, nope, two of them. And two days later, what happens? Gets contract, signs on the dotted line. Um, So I don't know. I just don't know where this all ends. And uh, I would be shocked if Deshaun Watson plays football at all this year. Ditto. <laughs> at this stage. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. But I will say that as long as Deshaun Watson is at the front of the news when it comes to situations like this, um, it's, always, it's going to be a bad look for NFL as a whole. Um, so they need to do something to to take care of it from a PR standpoint. I don't know what it is that they need to do, but they need to do something where, you know, 
this is minimized as much as possible. Not saying that the situation needs to be minimized, but the news, um, the PR aspect of it needs to be minimized so that they can focus more on football itself and less of the Sean Watson story. And quite frankly, until that happens, this is always going to be news when it comes to the NFL. It's going to be the top story when it comes to the NFL. So they really need to do something to get this in the back on the back end of it because quite frankly it's not a good look for the nfl as a whole and i'm pretty sure roger goodell is trying to figure something out so that it's you know to to change that well i think he should i mean he's got to do something before before preseason no he needs to do something before the regular season starts just put him on a player exempt list and that way you get him out your hair for about a year and um and then let all that play out because you don't want that story front and center every day come training camp come preseason come season if nothing's happened just put them on a player exempt list and and let this all play out but when you put somebody on the player exempt list it makes it seem like you're guilty about something I mean, because you think about the Ray Rice, you think about some other incidents when these jokers were guilty, and that's kind of how it all played out, you know. So I don't know. Um, he can always use the. You can always use the um the, the you know, the excuse, you know, he's you know damaging the integrity of the shield and. And for the betterment of the league overall, I mean, guilty, not, he's not legally guilty, but he, something was awry. Right. Just do it. Nobody will really fault you for it. I mean, you're going to get, like you said, some people are going to really, you know, cause a fuss, but I think the majority is going to be in Roger Goodell's side if he just puts them on a player exempt list and then just deals with it later. Yeah. I, and like I said, I, it, it definitely would help um, situations because, quite frankly, until they do that, this is always going to be top story when it comes to the NFL. Right. Uh, with that being said, um, I'm not here to ruffle anybody's feathers, but uh, in the event that I should go dark, um, my battery is dying on my laptop. <laughs> and my plug is nowhere. My plug is nowhere in sight. So if anything, if I drop off, I'll, I'll hop back on my phone. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, it's, this is just a horrible, horrible situation that's going on. I hope. I hope that. Uh, I, you know, I don't know any hopes. I just hope that this thing gets resolved. I don't, I'm not sitting there rooting for one thing or the other. Um, people didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Uh, Deshaun, if he needs to come clean and just be like, look, I just need to admit to some shit. Just come out and admit to some shit. There's no criminal, whatever, at this point. You know, you can't I do mean, that now. He doesn't. <laughs> at this point, if you're going to ride, you might as well ride until the wheels fall off. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, but at the same point, you better come out with saying something like, I apologize for everybody's life that I, you know, wasn't my intention. You know, I'm just trying to try to smooth some shit out to make yourself look somewhat decent. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know your lawyers are, are telling you to do otherwise, but you know, now now you know, even R. Kelly when he was going down with uh on on CBS with Gail, you know, that nigga was fighting for his goddamn life. He he put it out there like I ain't do that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like Deshaun don't have to go to that extreme, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know he could uh he can say something, he could do something to the kind of make yeah, yeah, the, 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 the Eddie Murphy line wasn't me. Exactly. <laughs> you know, he could, he could have Shaggy playing in the background the entire time. You know, who gives a damn? You know? <laughs> but it is interesting that you that you, you know, that you said that because we have not heard anything really from Deshaun Watson about it. And he that's, did he did he did that press conference what yesterday, the day before yesterday. Oh, he did. Oh, he did do a press conference. He did. He just reiterated his innocence. Oh, okay. So he did say, okay, so he did, all right. Because I was about to say, I, I haven't heard anything. But if he did do that during the press conference, then at least he's sticking, like you said, he's riding to the wheels fall off at this particular stage. I, I mean, what else can you do? You can't be out. You know what? That was my bad. I did do it or something like that. That wouldn't work. So, I mean, NFL got to stick. Like I said before, the NFL got to definitely um, – Control this, the narrative on this. And until they do that, it's always going to be about Deshaun Watson and not even about the Cleveland Browns, not even about the Houston Texans, not even about the um, people that filed that um, civil lawsuit. It's always going to be about Deshaun Watson. Look, man, if you need to go out on Instagram with somebody, just write a story or write an op-ed or something. Do what you need to do, man. You know, you're (laughs) You might be. It might look like you're prefer. You know, you're uh, showing guiltiness or something like that. But look, look. You know, I. You know, he could come out and say, "Look, I still state that I'm I'm innocent in these situations, but I apologize for for things being where they are. This, you know, wasn't my intention. I stand firm of what the hell I did, or my, you know, things that took place, but." You know, you gotta do something, man. You gotta, you gotta speak more than just "I ain't do it." Well, he he did sort of say something, kind of, sort of like that. He was apologizing, I guess, to the Cleveland Browns or some folks for any the bad press, but he didn't really admit he to doing those it. women. He ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but see, the, cra- the crazy thing about it is, and I know we talked to, touched on this a little bit last week. Creeps like this exist all over the place when it comes to this sort of experience that you sit there and you pay for. So don't think that you're the only person out here that might be, it's just that you are a person of high profile. So why not try to make an example of you versus uh, John Doe, who's the bus driver for a local whatever, and he likes to get his rocks off because of X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Sounds crazy to put it like that, but that just is what it is. But the thing about it is, is that, and quite frankly, you see that with a lot of, I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't just um, say, but you see that with a lot of pro athletes where you wouldn't see them admit to their mistakes in gen- per se. They will deflect and continue to deflect because maybe it's something that their agents or um, the coaching or the team tell them the two is to, you know, deflect, deflect, deflect. Um, mm-hmm. Don't even talk about the certain situation that you're in, just deflect to 
you know, you apologize. It's, it's most likely a script that they pro athletes get. Like, you know what? I, you know, I have to apologize to the team um, that I'm currently insert team. I apologize to insert team here. Um, I apologize for the negative, the negativity, the bad press, you know, whatever the situation that I'm in right now is not me. Um, but I do want to apologize to the team. That's prescripted for every pro athlete when they right. get themselves involved in something like that. So um, they don't really take ownership of whatever it is that they have. And quite frankly, I'm not saying that, you know, that's, you know, a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm just saying that it's rare for them to say that I'm going to take ownership and say this was my fault. I apologize to whoever it is that I did wrong. And, you know, I hope that we can learn from this and move on. You would, it's rare that you hear um, pro athletes say something to that nature. Agreed. Because it's hurting their brand. And if you hurt their brand, I mean, if it hurts their brand, they can't they can't optimize on making that money that they, you know, the, the money that they can make. So it's something that they, they it's, it's rare. It's definitely rare to see somebody talk the honest truth about how they feel in pro athletes. And on the flip side of that whole scenario with the Cleveland Browns, you got Baker Mayfield still trying to get out of Dodge and can't get out. <laughs> and Cleveland don't want to pay him the money, he's but they're going to have to do something. I think I think he's going to get to Carolina. I think I think they're going to have to sit there and trade for a QB from Carolina and just work whatever it is that they got to work with. They're going to have to eat some of that. They're going to have to eat Why some Carolina? Of Why Carolina? Why not Atlanta? Why not Seattle? Oh, Atlanta has yeah. their quarterback. Yeah. Atlanta. Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can you can sit there and run with that for a year. I mean, hell, yeah. they was running they were running with old boy for a year and before they decided to trade him. Can't do no worse. And I, I just put the I mean, I just put that as an option um in that regard. So that's why I was asking because um, I know that, you know, Carolina is definitely a team that is most likely is in need of a quarterback. But, you know, that's all I'm saying. Why not? There's other teams that definitely need a quarterback, not like their quarterback is, you know, above um, a Baker Mayfield <laughs> at this point. So um, I think there was probably a couple of teams that would have been interested in Baker Mayfield. But that $13 million salary hit, you know, don't don't no team really want to take it. They want Boston to eat, you know, more than half of it. And I mean, he don't want Cleveland to eat more than half of it. And Cleveland doesn't want to really do that. But they might be forced to either pay half or pay it all. You, if you cut them, you still got to pay them. If you trade them, you're going to get back pennies on a dollar and still got to pay some of salary. So would you like to have them for now because of the whole messiness with Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. But the bridges have been burnt so bad. He's probably sitting there looking at Cleveland like, y'all stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Baker Mayfield at this particular point is laughing at him. Yeah. Yeah. Now the question is really whether or not, um, whether or not, what Cleveland is really going to do or if they're going to do it this year or, or are they really going to wait? Um, to the uh, next year for them to make that whatever transit move that they want to make with Baker Mayfield. I was saying, Ace, in regards to um, 
I know you said you mentioned Carolina, but I was saying about why not some of the other teams um, at this particular time. I think Ace is still working on his 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 audio and, and video. <laughs> and he froze again. <laughs> yeah. Now, but it well, we'll bring him back in a second now. Um, but I just wanted to get your thoughts about what I was saying about um Baker moving to maybe another team outside of Carolina. Do you think it's a possibility? I think so. Um Carol outside of Carolina? Yeah. I mean, if he's willing to sit down and be a backup to somebody, sure. Um, Baker got to humble himself. Hell, uh, my man from uh, Chicago, he humbled himself, sat behind uh, the QB from Buffalo for a year. And now oh. he's Mitchell Trubisky, yep. Yeah, he, he humbled himself. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he thought of himself as a starting quarterback in the NFL. He did some good things, and he led the Chicago to the playoffs one year. Just like – just like uh, – just like Baker, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, you you have to you have to sit there and just be like, swallow some humble pie. Mariota did the same thing. Jameis Winston did the same thing. So many quarterbacks out there that led their teams, regardless if they led them to a playoffs or just led a team for a couple of years, and it just didn't work out. And you still you still in the league, you know. You, you sit there and take your lumps, and then hopefully you get that opportunity to be a number one again. And then ball out when you get that opportunity. Don't let go. Okay, I, I gotta ask this question. Do you think? Do you? I mean, in your opinion, do you think that Mitch Trubisky is better than Baker Mayfield, or at least on the same level as Baker Mayfield? No. <laughs> but Mitch Trubisky got traded to Buffalo. He sat there. He ain't cry. He ain't bitching anymore. But all right. Right. And he, he sat there, did his time, and then when Pittsburgh came a calling, he signed with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh went out there, drafted a QB, first round in the first draft uh, first round in the draft. Trubisky ain't cry, he ain't bitching him on. He said they're like, I'm gonna work and I'm gonna try to be the number one QB. You know, Baker has had a lot of success in college. Baker has had his up and downs in the pros. But the bottom line is you Dude, the NFL will humble the most arrogant, the most egocentric type of dude ever. And sometimes you got to sit there and be like, you know what? I want those $100 million contracts, but you know what? I can stay in this league for 15, 16 years, make it three, four, five million dollars a year. I may not make 100 to $200 million, but damn it, I can make me $6 million over the course of a year and live comfortably for the rest of my damn life. So it's all about Baker's ego and what the hell he wants. What kind of legacy he's trying to live? You had your opportunity. You didn't do well. Granted, he tried to he tried to put the team on his shoulders when he was hurt last year. It didn't work out. Deshaun is out there living his best crazy psycho, whatever the hell you want to say. Deshaun Watson's life he's living right now, and Cleveland took a shot. Stick around, get paid, ball out. Crying to get traded. If you only gonna play six games, damn it, make that be the best six games you ever played. <laughs> so the next team will come after you and try to give you that contract. I mean, that's the only way you can really go about it. But uh, okay, 
but it's I don't it's, it's I don't think it's Baker more humbling himself. I think it's more so Cleveland open. I mean, looking for that right trade at this point. Maybe so, but Baker got to look at it like this: like Deshaun no, might, yeah, Deshaun might get six games. Deshaun might get a year. It don't look like they want to trade me. If I sit here and cry and act like I don't want to be here and I have a subpar year, how is this going to hurt me? <laughs> and that's the thing that annoys me because I get what you're saying, Ace. And all things being considered, if things didn't go about the way they did prior to them getting Deshaun Watson and there wasn't such a back and forth and shots fired from him and, 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 and the team, the team come out blatantly and said, you know, we want someone that's going to be more of a an adult and a leader. Right there, mm-hmm. you're already souring the milk for any kind of good trades that you can get out there. Because why am I going to trade for Baker Mayfield when you're already publicly coming out and saying that the man is, a, you know, is not an adult and not a good leader? And basically, you know, I don't want to say a bad seed, but he's not, you know, the quarterback that I would really want if this is what you're already giving me. Plus, his play wasn't good. He probably should have not played the whole season because the tape that he see last year, he didn't look good at all. But the Cleveland Browns can, they're both in the wrong and they both got to the same point, but I don't begrudge Baker for saying, why do I want to come back now after you publicly kicked me to the curb? You, you brought in this man after you said you wasn't looking to bring in somebody else. I said what I said, you said what you said. Now I'm supposed to walk back into the locker room with the same people that said that I wasn't an adult or a good leader and then act like everything was all good. I mean, how, 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 how is he supposed to do that? That might be what Cleveland wants now because they're in a rock and hard place, but how is he supposed to do that? I agree with you. And we both agree that football is 11 on 11, 11 offensive players, 11 defensive players. I need to act like one, one team to sit there and achieve an ultimate goal. But ultimately, your individual play when acted together as a team determines how well your team will play. Baker can sit there and bitch and moan. If they don't trade him, we're going to sit there and not play. And then other teams will look at him and say, well, I understand, but yeah, you didn't play, so I'm not going to sit there and give you the contract that you want. You're going to take the 750000 and you're going to like it or you're going to sit out here and not get picked up and then you're going to retire. So what the hell are you going to do? He's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Uh, just to be honest, I can't, I can't say that because anything that and – I, and I get this is apples to oranges, but anything that I learned from this whole Ben Simmons saga is that even when you sit out, it, somebody's going to pick you up. Somebody's gonna have that opportunity. Somebody's gonna give you that opportunity more so than some of the people that, um, quite frankly, are on the team right now as a backup or a, a starter for that for that case with a couple of teams. So I think that Baker Mayfield is at this position where he's just at, like, it's to be honest, it's very similar to Ben Simmons at this stage because right now he doesn't want to play for this team and he doesn't mind sitting back and until a team offers, I mean, his services or until Cleveland even releases him or lets him go. So something is going to have to give. That's really the, the bottom line. I, I get what you're saying, but if you want to compare apples to oranges, 
Ben Simmons was an all-star how many times versus Baker Minka being an all-pro or a uh, or uh, a Pro Bowl? I get that. I get that. And you're right. Apples and oranges. But I, I, I'm, Mayfield, just, I'm just saying. I, I, I agree. But Baker Mayfield also started. So did, so did Ben Simmons? Yeah. And my point is, is that somebody is going to – I'm pretty sure a team out there is going to look for his services. If a person or a player gets uh, – if a quarterback on their team gets injured, um, or let's say, for example, God, you know, God forbid somebody gets injured, a QB gets injured for the rest of the year. You don't think that somebody is going to pull that trigger to try and see and, and kick the tires on Baker Mayfield? I agree, but so sh- – if somebody don't want to sit there and pull the uh pull the pull the do something with Cap and he would let the team feel damn Super Bowl and had some I'm just saying. Hey, let's let's leave it at that. Cap let the team feel goddamn Super Bowl. That nigga can't sniff shit. Baker had one solid season in the NFL. One solid season where he was considered a legitimate Type of uh, a legitimate quarterback, maybe maybe two out of his first five years, and then I believe this is year five for him. So first, uh, I'm I'm just saying, I, hey, if they're gonna if they're gonna kiss and make up, then they they both gotta kiss and make up because <laughs> too much stuff has been said. Too much stuff has been said back and forth. They gotta go behind closed doors. They gotta. You know, they're both going to have to, you know, eat something because if Baker, like you said, Baker cannot just play. He can he, he can just retire, but he's going to get his $13 million. <laughs> he, he might retire, but will the, will the Browns sit there and say, okay, we'll release him? Remember what the – well, yeah, Okay, but remember what Detroit did to Barry Sanders. He retired hoping that if he retired that Detroit would let him go and he could pick up somebody else. Detroit's like, nah, I'm good. But I'll just hold on to your ass. No big deal. Like, no yeah, big- they could very well do that. But like I said, he's still going to get his $13 million. But he's only going to get his $13 million this season. After this season, the, the, the Browns are off the hook. His contract is up. He's still, he still got the money. And that's the one thing the Browns don't want to that's, – that's what it is. They really don't want to pay him the money. Correct. Mm-hmm. But you can't cut him. You still got to pay him. But they were trying to trade him and get, you know, much more than what he was really worth and got caught. And now you bring in Deshaun Watson. Now everybody knows you got to get rid of him. So now you're not going to get what you really want. So you're going to have to take whatever deal that someone's going to give you. Or, like you said, they cut him and keep, you know, keep his rights or whatever he does. I think Baker should go out. I think Baker should go out there and suck it up, be a man, and go out there and ball out, make it so that a team has no choice but want to get his ass. Hell no, no. forget him. No, too much stuff has been said. No, yeah, that that bridge has been burnt. Bottom I, line, I, I torpedo like grenade launcher. There's no more bridge at this particular at this particular juncture. I, mean, I get that, but you also have to understand that Baker does not play defense. So Cleveland still has to play defense to keep them in game. Baker can sit there and do everything he needs to do offensively to make himself look good. This is the one time that Baker can sit there and act like 
his ego is bigger than everything else where he can make himself look good. That's all I'm worried about. I don't give two shits about what the hell the Cleveland does. I need to go out there and ball and make myself look like I can complete these passes. I'm supposed nah, to go out there and I, look good for the team yeah. that just told me publicly that I suck to everybody else. No, <laughs> nah, no. I, I, yeah, I can't, I can't agree with you I on that. I can't, I can't roll like that. I can't, can't roll like that. Man, you, you have the if whole. You team. Apologize, and then, <laughs> then yeah. But I'm supposed to sit there and be, and be smiling humbly in people's faces that told me publicly that I suck to 31 other teams. No. Uh-uh. And, I can't and not that. only that, not only the team, but the players as well. The players been griping about you as well. And you expect them to be singing Kumbaya so that he can go back and do what he's supposed to do, especially him. That, I, it, that bridge has I, been burnt, man. I get it. I get it. But then you have to look at it from Baker's standpoint. Do I sit there and say, screw it, and then have to sit there and take it to $2 million prove it year or $8 million prove it year? Versus if I ball out for six games and then I can get that contract that I'm hoping to get. And, and that's what happens if you and that's if. Uh, Grant if. But what happens <laughs> if he does that and the shit backfires, then what? What happens if Baker Mayfield goes on the field and just completely bombs it out for Cleveland to lose those many games and, and then, then and they release him? And then he ain't getting no damn paper because no team is gonna believe him that. He's still gonna get paid because they released him. But that's that that's that's the that's the problem. With, that's the real problem that Baker faces. Baker is like, do I sit there and say screw damn Cleveland and just go out there and do whatever and risk the possibility of me getting paid? Because all the quarterbacks that he came in with at this point in their in their in their NFL career are getting paid. But he's the number one QB that got drafted, and he Josh Allen got paid. Lamar is about to get paid. <laughs> we all know uh, my man in uh, Arizona is about to get paid. <laughs> Kyle. Everybody's getting paid, but he uh, well, he was he didn't come out with Baker. I'm trying to think who else came out with Baker. Um, was that Rosen? Oh, uh, okay. Well, the ones that are doing well, the two, the two that are doing well are about to get paid. He's not getting paid. So all I'm saying is he has to do everything in his power to sit there and try to secure some sort of bag. No, and I, I, I have to stop bringing this back up, but I cannot see Baker Mayfield hopping on the field for Cleveland after everything that happened. It's going to be the similar, and I keep bringing this up, but I hate to keep bringing this up, similar situation with James Harden before he left Brooklyn, where he just played like a complete bump for that last couple of games, for that last one or two games. Well, he only had four points and some some change playing 48 minutes. And everybody was like, yo, what is going on with this Joker? And then when he finally gets traded, he's all healthy and now playing and at playing the James Harden that we knew he can play. So I it's 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 a risk. It's a big risk when you're dealing with someone that has that much hate not let me say hatred, but someone with that much baggage now with Cleveland. You're putting a risk of putting him on the field with a team that, quite frankly, didn't have any trust and faith in him to begin with. A team that, quite frankly, we had players talking about him behind the back talking about he hasn't matured. You put in all your games, the games that since the Sean Watson is not playing, you put in all your, your, your whole team on the backs of a quarterback that, quite frankly, does not want to be there. That's 
that's that's a bad risk, man. And to be honest, that would be bad management if they were to do that. I just can't see them putting Baker Mayfield out there to run the team with everything that just that that's that happened. I I just can't. Well, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Huh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to argue just to reboot the base. I'm not saying I, I don't disagree with both of y'all. I agree with y'all with, with y'all totally. But I'm just yeah. looking at it from the standpoint that the NFL is a show me league. I don't give a damn what position you're in. It's a show me league. So wait, I know what you're saying about Baker, about what he should do. Do you think that Cleveland would do that in a heartbeat, though? What, sit there and throw him out there? Yeah. Of course. He's known, uh, he's known the office now. This is going in year three. Why wouldn't he? I mean, with everything that happened, I'm, I, I, you think that everything is water under the bridge and they're okay with him just going out there? Oh, oh no. I think Baker would be in the damn huddles saying, fuck you. Just give me the goddamn ball. I don't give a damn. I'll run the play, but don't, don't talk to me. You know what I'm saying? When I come off the field, just leave me the fuck up. I think that's the, probably the attitude that, the attitude that he has. If, if stuff works out favorably, it's great. You know what I'm saying? Am I going to be that team, that team player? Am I going to be that Baker who throws a touchdown? He's running down the field doing all this and getting all excited. Baker probably like, now nah, I'm just going to walk off the field. You know what I'm saying? And just beat himself. Because, yes, I do feel some sort of way because not only management, not only coaches, but players said that I'm, that I'm this player. But in the same sense, we know football is a show-me league for each individual player. Not everybody in the, in the NFL is going to sit there and get paid. But he knows he has to go out there and show ass. He knows it. But if he sits there and tries to take, it's only going to hurt him financially. He might turn around and, and do something, but who wants to sit there and go out there and say, you know what, we'll give you a shot, but we want to pay you $3 million. Well, and it might be, we'll give you three, but we might pay you up to 12 with incentives. But you're going to have to hit some, some ridiculous-ass incentives for him to get $12 million a year. Do you want to put yourself through all that? <laughs> but if I, if I get what you're saying. But the thing about it is, is that you're asking a QB that everyone deemed as immature to find to all of a sudden act mature enough to, to take the high road. Yeah, to, I, I get it. I get it. You're telling me to put my pride to the side. <laughs> everything that's against me to sit there and go out there for you. I get it. Trust me. But do I see myself making $30 million a year? Or do I see myself making $3 million a year? You tell me what the hell you would want in a contract. $3 million, $30 million. Well, we, we're, all, we're, we're all forgetting the bigger picture. The question is, what you're saying, what you're saying Ace, is probably what should happen for his his sake if he wants to get another shot. The question mm -hmm. is, does Cleveland want him? They don't. But then, Cleveland wants to win. What NFL franchise don't want to win? If if Cleveland wanted him to to to, to play for them and he's being like, well I don't I'm not going to play because of that, he can't walk through the door unless they say, come on. They've given every indication that they don't want him. But if he turns around and say I'll play for the six games or whatever, how long, you know, Deshaun Watson's going to come out. Then it's got to be the Cleveland Browns has got to say, okay, play. 
and then you got to work some things out. But we haven't heard any indication from Cleveland to say that they want them, you know, to be the starting QB. They've been very quiet about that. That is true. Agreed. And they did excuse them from uh, from OTAs. They did excuse them from this mandatory minicamp. And I guarantee they excused them with pay. So if they want, if everybody wants to work all this out nicely and try to save face on both sides, because right now it's saving face on both sides. It's got it's it's two sides. I agree. And at some point, Cleveland's gonna have to sit there and be like, look, I understand everything that's been said. We're gonna sit there and pay your contract, you know, for this season. So uh just like Lamar. Lamar, I think Lamar is making like $23 million this season. Baker is somewhere up in the $20 million too for this season. Baker is going to sit there like, I want my money. So if you sit there and act like you don't want to sit there and play because of your pride, you're not going to get paid. Unless Cleveland specifically states, we're going we're gonna to pay you your salary, go sit in the corner somewhere. And if that's the case, then that's fine. But I guarantee when it comes closer and closer to that time, they're going to say, all right, Baker, look, you don't have to come in. We we want you to play. They don't have to agree to nothing. Baker sit there and be like, all right, well, I want my twenty some million dollars because obviously he wants to get paid. I don't think Baker is in the in the mindset to sit there and say, no, nah, I'm gonna sit this out. No, nah, I agree. I don't think he wants to sit it out. I just no. think I just think in your scenario, it takes two to play. And like you said, Cleveland's gonna be like, let's just Let's all be, you know, put this to the side. You come in and play. If you play well, we'll try to find a good home for you. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I, yeah. think, yes. and I think if those conversations happen, if they aren't already, like you said, the closer they get to training camp and this whole Deshaun Watson is not straightened out and you got to run with whoever they got us to back up that they don't really care for, both, both, both ends are going to have to swallow a little something mm-hmm. in order for the greater good. And then, you know, ball out and we'll try to find a good, you know, a good but, trade part. And then everybody, mm-hmm. then, then we're done. But in that same sense, Baker still got to sit there and attack it as if he's trying to be the best quarterback he could be because his performance is going to, is going to matter towards his next contract. So he can sit there and be in his feelings all he wants. But the bottom line is he's going to have to go out there. And if they come to that conclusion, he's going to have to go out there and ball out. Because he, he already has four years worth of tape that, that will dictate to say, yeah, you're not worth $30 million. We want to give you 10 And you might start. You know, no. so Baker, Baker has to come out with that mindset. Like, I got to be that dude. I agree. But like me and I was saying, he can't walk in that door without some type of conversation. Like I can't walk in the door after he done said all that stuff about me and then just act like everything was all good. I totally agree with both of you. I totally agree. But shit. (laughs) Anywho, we are knocking on our, on our time. We want to give ourselves the opportunity to watch the second half of this game. We want to sit there and cry and be happy that Golden State won this. I don't know the score. Please, please give a story, give an update for those who might be uh, paying attention. Uh, if we look, it looks like 
Wow. <laughs> that can't be right. <laughs> let me let me refresh this a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> that cannot be I'm right. on my phone, so I can't check. So what's the score? It is 54-39 Golden State Warriors at half. Uh, I guess the inner Kobe better come out of damn Tatum, Tatum in the second half. And they have a chance. We're going to sit there and watch it. <laughs> they are at half. I, 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 it's still refreshing, so I don't see the box scores. But they they look like they ain't, at least by halftime, they look like they ain't effing around with this. <laughs> nah, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, wow. Golden State going out there with like, look, we closing this out tonight. I want to go on vacation. Aisha Curry need to cook something. You know, you know, all this. it's sad that that stuff got to come out with a t-shirt to say my wife can cook. He that's 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 wow. because of the hatred. That's because of that hatred that um that people you know how people are when they always gotta talk about hate about mm-hmm. something that's going on with somebody. Like people always hate on people's success for whatever reason, like that helps them. Crazy, crazy. Crazy. I'm sure uh, she but, off. <laughs> uh one question. Uh uh your, your Yankees beat Tampa Bay two to one today. Yes, they, they they won the game on a uh by walk off uh home run by Rizzo and the bottom of the ninth. What can you uh, say? Oh, but before we go, Mets, I wanna say the Mets is doing good. I just wanna let you know they tied with the Brewers. Yeah, they still the, they still the little brothers in New York. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I didn't get a chance to watch this fully. Watch this um thirty by thirty called Dream On that came on ESPN yesterday. I was catching bits and pieces of it, but this was about the uh, the United States women's Olympic gold medal team that and from Atlanta where they had like you know all the goats. And I was here yesterday with a younger cousin of mine who didn't know about all these players. So he thought, in his opinion, Brittany Griner, Candace Parker um, were like the best. And I was like, unless you've seen Cheryl Swoops, unless you've seen Lisa Leslie, unless you've seen even Dawn Staley at her apex or some of the other ones that was on that squad, Cheryl mm-hmm. Swoops alone, in my opinion, was better than a lot of the women playing NBA today at her prime. And oh. And a lot of those girls, I mean, now they're much more talented, you know, better, you know, handlers. But, I mean, those girls in that squad, those are some beasts, man. And they can go for toe-to-toe for anybody in the WNBA, you know, mm-hmm. at their apex to the girls that are in the league today. Shit, you forgot even, about even a young, Even a young Rebecca Lobo was on that squad, and she didn't even start. You, got, you forgot Lisa Leslie. I said Lisa Leslie. He oh, you said, oh, I'm about to say, man, you're a beast in the post. You and, know what I'm saying? And, and and that squad was the the um the genesis of what is now the WNBA. And so for all the young players, all the young guys out there that haven't, you know, watched much of the older generation, you know, cue up that and look at those, you know, look at those girl squads from that ran in the Olympics. They went 60 and 0, murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. We got uh, we got Miller on that squad too, right? No, she never played. When she got hurt, she could never get out. 
Oh, okay. Okay. But most of the yeah. people that was at least 13, I think either most, not all of them, but a majority of them all were like, you know, started on like the NBA squads that, you know, got birthed after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, big shout out to the WNBA. You know, we may not talk about women's hoops a lot, but, you know, we, we will mention it from time to time. So I, I, I do want to say something in that regards real quick because mm-hmm. – I know that we always talk about like with the WNBA and the lack of um, of of a presence in comparison with the NBA, and you know a lot of people are saying in regards to with the WNBA um, that you know with the pay and the salaries needs to be on match with um, the NBA or at least above um, where they go through certain things that are completely different in comparison with the NBA. Um, I think that overall with the WNBA, if more people were, and I'm just going to keep it general, if more people watch the WNBA, um, then they would be, you know, if the viewership increased, then TV sponsorships would look at it more and treat it as such of an NBA game. So um, to all the people out there that complain about, you know, the women in quality and everything. I say this with the utmost respect. Um, if you don't watch the WNBA games, you can't say that you support them at this stage. The more people that watch the WNBA games, the more viewership it will generate, which in turns will increase their salary. So don't say that you want you you're, you're rooting for a bigger pay for the WNBA if you don't watch the WNBA games and support the WNBA games and the WNBA players. So for all those out there that's, you know, please support. If you support more viewership, then that will in terms talk about generating more salary and more pay um, and, and be stopped comparing between them and the WNBA and the lack thereof. That's all I have to say about that. Facts. Don't need to even mention anything more than that. Very well said. All right, fellas. I think we've hit about our time for the evening. Uh, where can folks find you? Crip walking across Crenshaw. Like... <laughs> uh, now you can find me at uh, Snapchat, Twitter, and the Gram, uh, Jiggy Ross, number seven. I'm I'm past that stage with the quit walk and everything. So you will just find me on Twitter and Instagram, I am out cross. Twitter and Instagram, I am out cross. And you will find me just chilling. Minding my business on Twitter at CatDaddy1963. That's CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. Now that the sloss and swap me? Nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Times, times is rough out here in the streets, man. Gas would allow me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grocery prices is way too high for brothers. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's, that's why a lot of stuff going on. A lot of cats looking like targets out there. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> that's why it's safer to stay my butt in the house. <laughs> All right, fellas. Once again, we'd like to thank everybody for coming through. Uh, 
just know that our comments are are everything that we talked about is just our opinions about situations. No way, shape, or form that we're sitting there trying to uh, to to guide our comments or anything based on any particular situation or scenarios. So I just wanted to put it out there. I know we talked about some really sensitive comments earlier on the NFL. So just wanted to be be very clear that you know we're just speaking on our comments how we feel about the situation. With that being said, we appreciate everybody coming out. Once again, tuning in for this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. Uh, make sure to tune in next week. So we'll have our commentary about uh, maybe Golden State being a NBA champion. I don't know. We still have a whole second half to sit there and watch. So make sure you tune in next week for ne- uh, next week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. God bless. Free Britney. Oh, God, yes. Oh, Jesus, right. Damn it, Putin. Relax. Let the girl come home. Shit. <laughs> she ain't do nothing. She just playing ball. Damn it.